Hi, I'm Neville J. McKenzie, and you're listening to Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. You're about to listen to the fifth in the series of 15 episodes that were created for the Entrepreneurs Asia website, the magazine website founded and created by my colleague Max Henry. In the first cast, I gave you a brief background to the series. I hope that you find the series interesting and informative. As you continue to listen to the series, please visit my website at asiabizstories.com. That's asiabizstories.com. And please leave any comments or suggestions. So now, without further delay, let's begin. Are you ready to begin your journey out of the realm of just theories and into a world of excitement and experience that only comes with braving the unknown? Join us as we speak to entrepreneurs who have faced the challenges of successfully creating businesses at home as well as abroad. Whether it's arts, services, or tech, from Shanghai to Tokyo, Bangkok to Mumbai, we'll help you find your inspiration and turn it into action. Get ready for Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. Now welcome your host, Neville J. McKenzie. Today's interview is with Raphael Cohen. Raphael is an entrepreneur that specializes in the development, implementation and support of new internet companies in Asia. He was born and grew up in Paris and has visited over 40 countries and has lived in Canada, China, Singapore, Vietnam and Hong Kong where he is currently based. Raphael is without doubt an entrepreneur with a lot to offer any Asian business and it is with great pleasure that we are able to discuss with him as co-founder his current project, Hotel Quickly, in order to gain insights into what it takes to create a startup in the hotel booking industry, one of the most competitive in Asia as it evolves from online to mobile. Hi Raphael. Hi. Uh, Thank you for giving me the time in your busy schedule to interview you. Can you introduce yourself first? Hi, Neville. So I'm Raphael Cohen. I'm the head of sales and co-founder for Hotel Quickly, and I'm based in Hong Kong. Okay. So Raphael, tell me what it is that you do. Yeah. So Hotel Quickly, it's an application that we launched uh, one half year ago, and we focus on last night hotel booking in Asia Pacific. So we're a mobile-only company, and every day we give out deals that hotels only give to us to get rid of the empty rooms they have. Who is your service aimed at? So we have quite a lot of different customers. Right now we're focusing on the 14 countries in Asia Pacific. Uh, we see a lot of different user case. So our main one would be the last minute weekend getaway. So people on Friday, Saturday who want to go on the last minute weekend, uh, usually in their own market. Uh, it can be business travelers also who use our app quite a lot. People going on holidays in their own city, also known as staycation. Uh, we have uh, students using the app. We have... Uh, Couples using the app. Uh, we have also in Hong Kong people booking for other friends visiting Hong Kong. So we see a lot of different customers and all of them have the same goal. It's about booking a last minute room at a very discounted price. So what do you want your clients to get from the service? Yeah, so they can see a few advantages using our service. So first of all, they get big discounts on the hotel rate because we're selling distressed inventory. So on average, our rooms are 28% cheaper than anywhere else uh, you will find online because of the way we sell the rooms and the way we market them on the app. Uh, Second thing is the user experience. We're focusing really on booking a room in a hurry. So with us, it takes less than 30 seconds to book a room, just in a few steps. Uh, Those are the main advantages of the app. Where did you get the idea from? So this concept, we we actually started working on this idea uh, exactly two years ago now. 
So five of us co-founded this company. Uh, I was at that time in, uh, I was based in Vietnam. I was working for a company called uh, Food Panda, doing uh, online food ordering. And uh, one of my former colleagues uh, told me about this idea. He said that uh, we heard about it in the U.S., in Europe. So it was a pretty new concept, but already established in the U.S. a few years before us. There was actually a company doing it. And we started looking at the numbers in uh, in Asia Pacific, and they were actually very impressive. There were actually about uh, 25% of empty rooms in the whole region every night. Uh, that's uh, some pretty large numbers. We found that the smartphone penetration rate was pretty high and especially growing fast in uh, Southeast Asia. And the uh, people are starting to buy stuff on their mobile phone. So it seems like all the factors were there in our favor. And uh, that's how we came up uh, with this. Uh, all the five of us started working on, on this idea and implementing it. The online hotel booking market is very competitive. So do you think there's room for your service? Yeah, of course. So as you say, online is competitive. Mobile is not as competitive. And mobile and online are now two different things. Uh, so when we came up with this, we decided to enter the market uh, using a niche, which was this mobile last minute segment. So I would say it's a niche, but it's actually a pretty big one. Uh, we saw in our market around 10 to 20% of the hotel bookings are made last minute, meaning within 24 hours of check-in. So it's a niche that is actually pretty big because, you know, the market is huge. It's about billions of dollars of hotel rooms sold. And uh, we decided to focus on this niche and make it very, uh, do it very well. So that's why we build a product that's mobile only. So the whole user experience, the whole marketing strategy, the whole offering is focusing really on the mobile segment. And focusing on the last minute helps us to get excellent rates from hotel that all the players cannot get. So you, you see the mobile sector growing a lot bigger. Yeah, so mobile is growing extremely fast. Right now, if you check a city like Hong Kong, people have more than one phone on average per person. It's uh, something like two phones per person. Uh, so this is already a mature market. But if you talk about South Asia, the growth is really impressive. So in South Asia, we see a leapfrogging effect where people switch from uh, offline directly to mobile. And they actually uh, jump over the online stage. So countries like Thailand, Indonesia, Vietnam are actually getting excellent growth for us at this stage because those are the countries where people are getting very tax-savvy with a mobile phone and at the same time they're comfortable now to book or buy stuff on their phone. But how long have you been running the app? Uh, so the company, we started working on it two years ago, uh, a little bit more now, two years and two months, I think. Uh, that's when we actually started you know, looking into the concept, uh, approaching the first investors, uh, building the product, signing hotels. Signing the first hotel was actually very tough months to uh, sign our first contract uh, but it was really a big effort especially because we had uh, no funding at that stage so we just bootstrapped uh, we worked for free for quite a while uh, how long we, did you work for free i think like five months with no salary so yeah it was not that easy especially in a city like hong kong and uh, we had of course to you know find people who are willing to work with us on a purely commission basis uh, purely based on results especially in an expensive market like hong kong singapore is very hard of course to find uh, people like that who can be motivated uh, to do the job. And how long before you became profitable, or are you? Uh, we're not profitable at this stage. Yeah. We're still uh, relying on the outside investment. Mm. But uh, we got our first funding round uh, right uh, at uh, the date of launching the app. I think like one or two weeks before launching, uh, we raised the first uh, half a million US dollar, which definitely helped a lot. And we closed the rest of the fund funding round uh, by the summer. So we had 1.1 million US dollar 
closed in uh, August 2013, and that helped really to improve the first product. So we really worked a lot on improving the app for iOS, Android, BlackBerry, and also the whole backend system, which is really uh, probably the biggest part of this uh, project on the IT side. And uh, on the sales side, that helped a lot to hire more salespeople and really sign off hotels on the marketing side to get a lot of partners and uh, a lot of press coverage, of course. Um, so, you know, that's how we got to hire the first team. And with the traction that we got, thanks to that funding round and the people we hired, we were able to close our second round, Series A, by uh, last summer. So July, August 2014, we raised 4.5 million US dollars. Now, when do you think it will be profitable? Um, it's hard to say. I think yeah. it's really about, uh, you know, what do we want to focus on? I think if you wanted to focus purely on profitability, we could just have a very small team again and, uh, you know, just not paying very few salaries or like really watching every single expense. But right now we're focusing a lot more on the growth. It's really about growing a big business. We don't want to, you know, be profitable right now and just be a very small company. We want to grow something big and uh, aim large. So most likely, We'll probably be looking at uh, all the rounds of funding later on. Uh, we cannot really guarantee now, but it's, uh, it's definitely a possibility. And uh, the plan is to focus really on the traction. To grow, grow the yeah. business. Uh, yeah. You've started online businesses before. How many have you started before? Yeah, so I started, well, it depends on which one you count as qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I started quite a lot. Uh, the main one right before this project was a Food Panda, which is right now the largest online food ordering platform in the world. Uh, I was actually the, co-f- the co-founder and the managing director for Vietnam. I set up the company from scratch in uh, Ho Chi Minh City, hired the whole team and got it up and running in Ho Chi Minh and Hanoi. And now the company is doing well. Now they're in a very different stage. So it's a huge business. Uh, before that, I started different uh, e-commerce project of my own, I would say. They were maybe smaller scale, but it was always about selling products online and sourcing them in different parts of the world. So I still have actually some e-commerce side businesses running at this time. What personal characteristics do you have that make you suitable to be an entrepreneur in the tech industry? Well, I think um, if you want to set up a tech business, you know, by yourself or with your partners in general, uh, you need to learn quite a lot of things. First, it's about uh, not being afraid to fail. Because uh, a lot of things go wrong, especially at the beginning, and uh, not everyone is going to say yes to you. So I think the first days are very hard, where yes, you get quite a lot of failures, and a lot of people, actually everyone almost tells you it's not going to work. So it's about not listening to that and keeping positive, and uh, also then learning from failure. So you know we had like quite some mistake that we made, and we had to actually listen to our feedbacks of uh, customers, investors, partners, in order to improve the product and the whole company as a whole. Uh, so yeah, it's really about, you know, being patient, keeping your head up and uh, keep running pretty much. Do you ever need help or do you work out for yourself? So I would say, uh, you know, we try to listen to everyone around us who can help, right? So in our case, it's uh, five of us who co-founded the company and uh, we work very closely already on a daily basis to help each other, even though now we have more like functional specialties, but uh, we work constantly on uh, helping each other on tasks. So each time there is stuff to discuss together, we bring it up, we make a decision all together. Uh, so you keep it within yeah. the group? I would say it. the five of us are very close in terms of, uh, you know, making fast decisions. So yeah. when there is like an urgent issue, we can decide very fast on 
the outcome. But then, of course, we talk constantly to people around us. So we have we have our investors, we have our marketing partners, we have our clients, of course, on both sides, both the end users booking on the app and the hotels. We constantly listen to the feedback and uh, work on improving the product. If I told you that I can't see how this would succeed, what would you say to me? Yeah, well, a lot of people told us that at the very early stage, and luckily we didn't listen to that. So I would say, you know, our market is huge. There's really a big opportunity, as I mentioned. The mobile segment is growing extremely fast. Uh, we see that the number of hotel rooms in Asia that are empty every night is huge. It's 25%. We saw really there's a big market both on the supply and on the demand side. And uh, that's where we came in. So, you know, at the very early stage, it was hard because of the big players competing with us. Uh, they were quite a threat and definitely not welcoming when we came into the market. But as we grew and uh, learned how to be better than them in this specific niche, we definitely saw our market growing. So I can see now that, you know, our numbers are growing really on a weekly basis uh, in terms of number of room nights sold, in terms of uh, hotels on your platform. We now have a lot of hotels asking us to list them. We have uh, a very big team growing. You know, we grew from five people two years ago to over 50 employees at the moment. We got $5.6 million funding. So it seems like all the factors now are there and proving that the concept is working. Uh, we see also our competitors going very strong into this uh, mobile market and also focusing on the last minute customers. Because, you know, from the data we had before, we knew that mobile bookings were growing strong. Uh, if you talk, for example, about China, T-Trip now is getting a majority of their booking on mobile, actually more than on their website. So it's a, it's a huge segment that you just cannot ignore. And it just came up in the past three, four years maximum. And we know also that uh, the majority of people who book on mobile book for the last minute window within three days, and the majority of them actually within 24 hours of checking, something like 50, 60 percent. So we're already on the right product at the right time. So who would you say is watching you, and why are they watching you? Well, there's a lot of people watching us, you know, both positively and negatively, right? So I would say our competitors were watching us very closely, especially our rates. Uh, we had, uh, I won't mention the names, but we had the big online travel agents in the market who've been uh, watching contacting our hotels on a daily basis. I would say now the situation is changing because we have a lot more hotels, a lot more good deals, and uh, it's harder to catch up with that, I think. Uh, but we have, of course, a lot of people watching. We've got the end customers, um, the people who actually book on our app because we actually pitch the concept to them uh, through our public relations and social media. Uh, and that's a good thing. We have, of course, uh, the hotels who now actually come to us, so they're already interested in seeing what's happening with this specific product, this specific niche, and how we can help them to sell more hotel rooms and uh, get the hotel full. And we have, of course, investors who are constantly watching for opportunities to invest. Your company caters across the whole of Asia. So do you notice any differences between different countries in Asia? Sure, there are lots. Uh, I also saw personally because I've been living in different countries in Asia and, uh, you know, it's, it's very different. Like I used to live in uh, Singapore, in Ho Chi Minh City, in uh, Shanghai for a bit, now in Hong Kong for the longest. Uh, every market works very differently. Even Hong Kong and China are totally different markets. Uh, and it's, of course, it's not easy to work with, you know, teams on the ground in all those markets. So I think first for us was hard to hire the right people in each market when we were not physically present. Uh, now we are in a different stage, so I think we got very good people that we hired. Uh, but right now we have our main office with the most people is actually in Bangkok. Uh, we have a whole back office there with around 35 people. The whole IT team, the whole operation, customer service, social media is based there, uh, finance as well. 
Um, then we have Hong Kong's legal headquarters. Uh, I'm based here, and that's where we do the sales from, and the quite of the marketing activities as well. Then right now we got physically people in uh, Singapore, in uh, Kuala Lumpur, Taipei, Jakarta, Ho Chi Minh City, and Sydney, and we're actually hiring in uh, pretty much every main market, uh, Philippines as well, Manila. So it's about coordinating those teams and getting to learn from the market, you know, how to pitch the concept to the customers, to the hotel. Because the approach is really totally different. Um, the user case is totally different. Like people who book with us in Hong Kong are totally different in terms of what they use the app for compared to people booking in Singapore or in Ho Chi Minh City or in Bangkok. So you have the same app in each country or do you change it slightly based on the patterns of use? So I would say the app is the same itself. Uh, the product is the same because we cannot make like 100 different apps, of course. Uh, the offerings vary a bit, so we sign you know, different kind of hotels, location based on the customer's needs. We see that in some countries, maybe people like only three-star hotel and get the most booking, which some other countries only five-star hotels, depending on the user case. Uh, we see that uh, the localization was a key, of course, so having perfect translation and especially proofread and improved. And uh, we had to spend a lot of time on this. I'm just talking about Chinese, uh, we have, of course, the app in simplifying traditional Chinese. Uh, when we first did traditional Chinese, we did it for Hong Kong, Macau, Taiwan. And we noticed that there were big differences between the markets. Like, you know, you'd make a translation of a word uh, in Taiwan, and then people in Hong Kong just understood it differently. And then it was actually affecting the user, user experience, and we had to improve that. We saw the same when we did the simplified Chinese, that you have to tweak really some full words, full sentences, because people just don't understand the same way. And the same in all the markets, in uh, Bahasa, Indonesia, we have the app. Malay, in uh, Vietnamese, in Thai. So actually, even some part of the app, we could not directly translate, so we had to rephrase it differently for the user. So maybe the text is slightly different between different countries. Uh, so yeah, localization was really a big key. What do you enjoy most about what you do? I would say the flexibility and how every single day is uh, very different. And, uh, you know, like this is a very big job, like spend uh, every day working until... Until midnight, I keep receiving email and actually answering them. Weekends as well, uh, holidays as well. There's like a way to have like perfect holidays. But I think, you know, if it was like a regular job, like in finance, something that, like I'll, I'll probably hate it because the hours are just huge. Uh, but in our case, it's something that I really enjoy because, you know, it's about passion. So, uh, we're building, first, this is our own company. We're building something really changing the whole industry here. How customers are booking a hotel, how hotels are uh, manipulating the rates and, uh, deciding on how to improve the inventory. Uh, and the company is growing extremely fast. So we had, uh, we went from five to 50 employees with uh, quite a lot of funding. And uh, this is really the stage where things are, are changing. So it's, it's good to see how every single day is contributing, how every single day we get new hotel joining us, new hotel chains as well contacting us. We got huge partners now. Like one year ago, it would be possible for us to say, Hey, let's work with banks. Like we'll just we'll shut the door in our, in our face. Now it's actually the opposite. Now we have big banks working with us, like Citibank, DBS, HSBC. And we saw it's possible by keep, keep uh, working on growing this company and uh, bring up more and more partners. So it's really a different stage now. What don't you enjoy about what you do? Hmm, that's a hard thing to say. I would say the competition maybe is a bit tough with uh, the main travel agents. Uh, that was uh, one of the negative parts that were definitely not welcome in this market by our competitors. Um, I think now it's changed. It's, um, it's a lot better because now 
they actually know that we're going to stick around, that we cannot just get shut down. Uh, but that was definitely not pleasant, especially in the early days. You were going to be shut down? No, I mean, oh. they, you know, they would try to like get us out of the market as much as possible, right? They would just call up the hotel, threaten them, asking them to cancel the contract, either with us or with them. Yeah. Uh, this kind of situation, which was definitely not a uh, healthy competition. I think now it's it's been improving in the past few months, but it was really a big issue at the beginning to you know, stay up there while the big players who have billions of dollars of marketing money would just try to fight us as much as they can. Yeah, so you, you say that as an entrepreneur, you have to be aware of those already in the market yeah. and be prepared to battle it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it depends exactly on your industry because, you know, like uh, online travel and mobile travel is a very competitive industry. There are huge players who control actually the majority of the market. And uh, getting in the market while they are there, if you directly compete with them, it's very tough. But you have to find the right way to get in the market. So in our case, we got in because of our specific niche, trying to make the product different, the offering different, creating really a win-win situation between the hotel, uh, ourselves, and the customers. And, uh, you know, creating really something different and focusing on making it great. But uh, if we came directly saying, hey, we want to create a new online translation, that's impossible. If you had to give any advice to somebody, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say first, uh, focus on building the company on the traction. Uh, especially at the early stage, you need to focus on finding the right people to join your company, uh, keeping them motivated and uh, building traction in terms of your numbers and in terms of actually growing the business. Uh, I know a lot of people, they start to focus right away on fundraising or, you know, focusing on like legal or things like that. Uh, those are important, but should come at a, a bit of a later stage once there is actually, you know, the company, the product is actually there, or actually you have a prototype and you have a bit of traction. Uh, so, you know, it should be focused on like really starting and growing your business and not on the support activities around it. Uh, Raphael, is there anything else you want to add to somebody that would be a budding entrepreneur? Yeah, well, I would say really, you know, keep your head up. Um, Learn from the mistakes uh, from the beginning, and especially listen to your customers. That's something that we've been working uh, very hard on uh, lately, you know, listening to our customers. So even in my case, like I've been meeting face-to-face -face with some of our best customers. Are they actually very happy to do it? Uh, at first, we didn't really know how to approach them. We thought they were too busy to meet us. And uh, surprisingly, almost all of them accepted to have coffee and give us some feedbacks about the app. So it's about uh, listening to them face-to-face. Also, watching the data, so seeing uh, what can you learn from your data to actually improve the whole conversion funnel and uh, improve the app in general. Uh, so, yeah, it's really about, you know, learning from uh, everything to improve constantly. So, really, on a daily basis, uh, constantly improving the product so that you can get the right traction. So, yeah, don't focus really on those support activities around it. Really focus on your core business and how you can make the customers happy. And uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Sure. So I think my contacts are pretty much everywhere. You can check our website, hotelcruity.com. You'll see my direct uh, email and uh, LinkedIn there. You can add me up on LinkedIn, Raphael Cohen in Hong Kong, and uh, write to me, email directly, raphael.cohen at hotelcruity.com. Okay. Thank you, Raphael. Thank you for giving me the time. And I'm very pleased to meet you here in Hong Kong. Thanks for the interview. That was Raphael Cohen. We hope that you enjoyed listening to the interview as much as we did making it. Thanks, Raphael, for telling us about Hotel Quickly, giving us your insights into the challenges faced as you create a startup in the Asian hotel booking industry as it evolves from online to mobile 
and your advice to just starting out entrepreneurs. We wish you all the best, Raphael, and we'll be following your progress. This is Neville J. McKenzie, ending the fifth AsiaBusinessStories.com interview, Entrepreneurs in Action. This brings us to the end of this episode of Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. Now we need you to hit the subscribe button and head over to asiabizstories.com for more great information on how to take your inspiration and turn it into action. Thanks again, and we look forward to having you join us next time on Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action.